0: So, I fired myself. Yep, that's what I did. April 1st, 2017, I fired myself from my business and went on a business sabbatical. Now, you may be wondering what prompted me to take a business sabbatical in the first place. Let me take you back to September 2016. I was in Australia, speaking at Pro Blogger and staying in this amazing suite that Darren Rouse and the team had organized for me as a paid speaker. The view was incredible and the hotel complex was too. I was there to do a Tony Robbins style pump up session in between keynotes and also to run a session track on how to have a lucrative sales funnel that converts. My partner Josh was with me and that made it extra special as it was actually his first real look into my world and the circles I connected with, as well as some of my community who were there. I even managed to get in some videos for a 10-day Freedom Plan blog challenge with my fave videographer, Mick Russell. Hey, Mick. And that was really awesome to have that time to do that, but it was quite intense. It was like speaking and videos and planning and obviously some downtime. And after that, we had some quality time together, Josh and I, in Byron Bay, and a surf session before heading to San Diego, US, where Josh was initially speaking at a conference in an entirely different area to what I operate in, and then I was speaking at FinCon after that, which was a real honor. And both of our events were back-to-back, and we were fortunate to stay in, once again, lovely hotels with sunshine and swimming pools. But the trouble was, I was in launch mode for my signature program, The Freedom Plan, And even though I've launched this four times before, and even though I was super systemized, this was my first time taking my entire team through a launch and training them up at the same time. I was working in between time, and I wasn't doing the normal networking and socializing at conferences that I really like to do. In fact, I really didn't feel like it. I was kind of tapped out and feeling a bit jaded, and while I always enjoy the relatively new romance with Josh a lot, I wasn't enjoying what I almost always have done. The art of launching and running my business. It all felt heavy, and as much as my team tried to keep up and do their best, I just felt like I was pulling their weight and mine. And as a result, I was exhausted. And I've come to realize over the years that for whatever reason, I am blessed to be incredibly focused and I can work at speed on almost any task I set my mind to. Until I worked with around six people on my team during this launch, I realized that what I do isn't normal. And that as a leader, I absolutely had to respect and understand my team's working methods because everybody was different. It's just that during a launch, it's really hard to do this. You need to work at pace and everything needs to be timed super well. And you do actually need to do things on the fly and change tactics at any point to basically reflect the nature of how your launch is going and how people are responding. Like you have to react real time. And while this is great and exciting for a Wealth Dynamics Entrepreneurial Star Profile, if you come across to nataliesisson.com forward slash 10, there's a link in there if you'd like to do that profile test. It's fantastic and it tells you who you are as an entrepreneur, but it also will help you to know and understand who you need on your team. So while it was great for me as a star profile, where I am great out the front, leading, speaking, turning on a dime, enthusiastically getting things done, and you know, basically sharing and shining the light on others around a big promotion like a launch, it's a nightmare for a Lord Or a mechanic who have a much more grounded energy and need detailed plans in order to work best. So to them, it looked like we were kind of out of control and everything was going at like warp speed. But to me, it seemed very, very much in tune with exactly how everything should be going along. And slowly but surely, deadlines got missed, communications broke down, things didn't go out in time. And it ended up being the worst launch that I've ever done. I mean, it was still made close to 40 grand. In the space of a couple of weeks, plus all the prep work before and after. But I spent a lot more on my team. I spent a lot on advertising. And at the end of the day, it just really felt heavy. And it wasn't a successful launch. And I felt like my list and my community and everything just felt tapped out, including myself. And I remember getting off a live webinar where a thousand people turned up and the energy was fantastic. But the results from it were just not great. If I'm going to be really honest, not all launches go according to plan. And I sat back at the end of that webinar and I was like, that's it. I'm done. Like, I just don't understand why this isn't going well. And I've had enough and I've run this launch before and it's an amazing program. And I've made multiple six figures and I know it works and I know it gets people results. And I just don't understand what the hell happened. This was a flop. The ironic thing was, I was running a Freedom Lab at the same time. And a Freedom Lab is where I actually show you real-time something that I'm doing. So I've done one on how to, to write a book in three months, which went really well. But this was the first one. It was called How to Launch Like a Rockstar. And so people were following along my launch live. Every tactic we were doing around the Facebook advertising, around the emailing, around the copy, and I was sharing it live through videos, through blog posts. And here I was at the end going, and it was a big flop. Like to other people, it might not have like it, but transparently doing something live and sharing the real results when they don't come off how they should is kind of embarrassing and also just at the same time, very real. Like I think if anything, it taught me a lesson, it taught our team a lesson, and it taught everybody else out there that shit doesn't always go right. So that's when I decided I'm going to fire myself and it was such a great decision to make. But that was in late September, early October, and I didn't end up taking my business sabbatical until the 1st of April. And why was that? Well, a couple of reasons. First off, we were changing over to a brand new design for the suitcase entrepreneur, which looks amazing. Thank you, Philippe, on my team in Portugal. Second off, we were Changing the website over, so we were going on to a new theme, and Cassia, who's been through my freedom plan, amazing, she handled all of that. In addition to that, we were changing from Infusionsoft over to ConvertKit for email, Click Funnels for my sales funnels, lead pages, and landing pages, closing down the lead pages pages that I had. And also shifting over some of my courses and creating new ones on Teachable. So it was a massive month, like November and December were massive months. And even though I thought all those changes would be really beneficial, they actually affected my business for the next two or three months in a, in a bad way, just because when you change systems change things like we took a ton of pages away from my website we leaned it right out from over 100 pages and 950 blog posts right down to just several pages we took a lot of our landing pages and sales funnels over to click and the traffic dropped and the email list got culled a lot because we were just cleaning everything up and it really affected business for the next couple of months so what prompted me to think that firing myself was a great idea Well I've been on a few digital sabbaticals before when you go completely offline and of course when I was cycling down Africa in 2012 I was pretty much away from my business for a good two months and I remember clearly from that that I forgot about my business, I didn't worry about anything because I was so busy cycling, you know, Up to 150 kilometers a day and I felt freer than ever while I was cycling down Africa and simply just waking up in the morning crawling out of my tent putting on my bike gear having breakfast and then just hitting the road and at the same time my business was doing just fine like I was still in the early stages this was maybe two two and a bit years in my virtual assistant that I'd hired just before I left was doing a great job And it made me appreciate that it had been a long time since I'd really left my business behind and handed it over to people I trusted or just trusted in the systems that I'd built. And I thought for me as a freedomist who's constantly preaching, you need great systems, you need to outsource, you need the right tools and you need a great sales funnel. I was like, well, why not put mine to the test by removing myself as the bottleneck of my business? Around this time, I actually chatted to Jason Van Orden, a good friend who used to have internet business mastery, and he had also gone on a business sabbatical. In fact, he had kind of shut down the business with his friend, Jeremy Franson. And so I had a quick chat to him because I was interested to sort of learn from him what went well and what didn't and why he took that step. Here's Jason talking about that.
1: Eventually, I had to stop and just kind of ask myself why there was that waning in, in motivation. You know, I'm sure partly I was maybe scared a little bit to look at that because I was like, well, what does that mean? Like, what if I end up figuring out I've got the wrong business or that I'm done with this business? <laughs> One thing that finally helped is I went on a, a personal retreat. By then, we were living in Paris, so I went to Prague for four or five days you know did a little soul searching journaling thinking like that and I remember coming back from that and just saying to my wife I just need a a sabbatical from this business.
0: So I asked Jason how long did that take you to remove yourself from your business and here's his response.
1: Truthfully, it was really fast for me, but I'm not saying it was the right thing to do. I mean, in hindsight, there's a lot of realizations here, but basically I was so ready to be removed and that might've been maybe a little too fast to remove myself. We probably needed to be a little more of processes in place and expectations set and measurements.
0: So as you can see, it was really quick for Jason once he made that decision. And I have to say, for me, I made that decision pretty instantly after that minute that launch finished that I was going to take time off. And then I spent the time just gearing up my team to be able to survive without me and also to show them that it was fully possible, that without me in the business, it potentially would go even better. Because as the CEO of your business often, you do end up still doing things and making the shots, calling the shots, having the key relationships and all those things. And usually that's a great thing, but sometimes you can just hold on a little too tight and you just need to release and sometimes beauty comes into the picture, things that you'd never even considered before. And I'm going to talk about those on episode three of season two at Natalie Sisson's Quest for Freedom. So make sure you tune into the next episode by subscribing in iTunes or Stitcher or any of your favorite podcasting formats. And do me a favor, come across to Natalie Sisson dot com forward slash 10 and leave a comment on here on whether you've ever taken a business sabbatical or what freaks you out about doing that or whether you've thought about firing yourself you've been a little less motivated in your business recently and basically tell me where you're at I want to know like This quest for freedom is to uncover and discover what freedom really means, and it's not just my version of it. I'm doing this for you, so I really want your insights. Once again, nataliesisson.com forward slash 10. I've also got some links in there to some of the things that I was talking about and that awesome entrepreneurial profile test, if you want to take it. And in the next episode, we'll be having Jason Van Norden back to tell us about what actually happened when he basically took a break from his business. We'll also have some other key guests on here that I think you're going to love with their discoveries on this topic. Thanks so much for listening. And also, if you'd love, I'm sharing all these details on Facebook at Natalie Sisson and also Instagram at Natalie Sisson. So come and find me and connect. In fact, I added 250 new fans to my Facebook page this week because I finally decided to tell people that it existed. So come across. I'll also share that in the show note links. I don't know why I'm whispering, but it feels more exciting. And before we finish up for today, did you know that this episode has proudly been brought to you by the awesome team at Teachable? With Teachable, it is the easiest way to create, sell, and deliver online courses. You don't have to worry about the tech headaches. You just do what you do best, which is put forth your beautiful wisdom and knowledge for others to learn from. And even though it's super easy to use, and it is super easy, it's also packed with a lot of powerful features. Teachable basically lets you create your own course website with custom branding, so you get all of the credit for how professional your course website looks, and you didn't even need to do much to make that happen. You can integrate with hundreds of your favorite tools and email service providers, you can create beautiful sales pages for your courses to attract more customers, and you can get Instant Payments, thankfully, because it integrates with lots of awesome payment systems like PayPal and Stripe. It is the number one course creation software with over 12,000 instructors using it right now, including me. And basically, the New York Times, Pat Flynn and myself are on there, so you need to be on there too. And guess what? Teachable are generously offering a 30-day free trial to my listeners. So to claim it, just go to teachable.com forward slash suitcase. Once again, go to teachable.com forward slash suitcase, check them out and start selling your knowledge online. People need your knowledge. Thank you.